Put the needle on the record and the drum beat goes like this. I've always wanted to do that. We are 27 episodes into this bad boy and I still am finding ways to make this intro even more hype. What's good, friends? That is 1995, Carlos, coming in because I wanted to be a rapper and here I am with the opportunity to be one. Here on the Human Hope Podcast, we are at episode 27. We're growing up. Remember when we were only 13 and we were like, you know, barely a teenager? Here we are at 27. Like as a podcast and podcast ages, like we need to be, you know, I don't know, have a steady job. I don't know. Getting into that that first kind of main section of our podcast career. I feel like we're there. You're listening to the Human Hope Podcast. I'm your host, Carlos Enrique Whitaker Guzman Chibolcabel, or Los for short. And oh, 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 do I have the stuff for you guys today? Do I have the good stuff for you guys today? Yes, I do. Um, thank you guys for uh, just all of the feedback. Last week's podcast episode, I, I want to say at last count, I think it was downloaded like 20,000 times. You guys, y'all needed some parenting FAQs. I wish we had, Heather and I had that podcast episode when we were raising our little chitlins, but we didn't. And that's okay. Um, we we made it. But now we're just going to help you guys as much as we can. So go back to that as much as possible and, you know, just figure it out. You guys are doing fine. You're doing fine. But this week on the Human Hope Podcast, we are getting we're getting a little uh it's a little deeper conversation this week. And I love this conversation. Um this <laughs> maybe I say this all the time, one of my more favorite conversations I've ever had on the Human Hope Podcast. Um because we're going to get into like how it is we stay and not only stay in relationship with people that we vehemently disagree with politically or otherwise but grow in relationship with people that we vehemently disagree with politically or otherwise. Yes, we're going there today. And so you just need to buckle up. Can you, can I make a buckle up sound? There's my buckle up sound. Uh, Cause it's going to be good. Um, but before we get to that conversation, it has been a week. I've started my traveling and I mean, we've been, I've been going, going nonstop. Um, now it's, I think I speak 22 times in the month of September, 22 different places and like 20, maybe 20 times in the month of October. So we got 60 some odd days and I'm speaking 40 some odd days. Friends, we're about to take this podcast on the road. So what I would love for you guys to do, to be honest with you is go to my, go to my last Instagram post or maybe one of the last ones. Um, and look at all the places that I'm going and let me know if there's somebody in those cities that I that you I should interview for the podcast. That would be amazing. Um, and I, I just love to do that. And we will have some Insta Familia meetups. Uh, that's going to be something that I'm trying to do as well. I actually like accidentally had an Insta Familia meetup in La Crosse, Wisconsin. I was just in Wisconsin. Go cheese and beer. I had both. Amazing. I actually had this beer that they apparently only sell in Wisconsin. Like you can't buy it anywhere else. It's called Mad Cow, I think. Tell me Wisconsinites if I'm saying that wrong. But it was good. Lord have mercy, it was so good. But here's the thing. I I told 
Lacrosse, Wisconsin, that we do a meetup. But then I started thinking, ain't nobody in Lacrosse, Wisconsin, follow me. Then I started getting some people say, no, I follow you. I live in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll do a meetup. But then after I put the post up that we're going to put, do a meetup, I took it back down, I don't know, 30 minutes later, because I was like, man, I ain't got time. And nobody probably saw it. Well, sure enough, in the 30 minutes I had it up, some people showed up at the meetup place and I was like, and they DM me, they're like, we're here. Are you here? And I was like, oh, I'm not there, but I'm down the street. And so we had a little, <laughs> had a little meetup and then these two wonderful ladies came and we drank beer and ate cheese curds together. And then, I, I don't know, 15 minutes later, this other young lady walks up and she's like, hi, are you Carlos? And I was like, yes. Yeah. She's like, my mom loves you and called me and said, I have to find you. So I went to the other distillery place and asked if they knew who you were. And they said, no, but two other women were waiting for a stranger and they went to the crow. And so I walked down here to the crow and can we have a beer? And I was like, man, I'm like, Wisconsinites are committed and kind. Two k sounds. I love you, Wisconsin. I'll be back. Also, I found out that, that there's like trout streams in Wisconsin. Who knew? So I'm going to go back to fly fish in Wisconsin as well. Um, so we'll be doing some Insta Family meet, meetups in the coming months uh, as I travel around. At the point of this recording, I'm heading to UNC, Chapel Hill. Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player to ever play. Don't come at me, LeBron James, people. And um, I'm going to be going there and speaking to the university there. That'll be fun. I'm not doing a meetup there. There's just no time. Uh, but I think San Jose on Sunday, I'm doing a meetup. Anyway, tomato, tomato, we can figure it all out. Follow me on Instagram. We'll get into the weeds. But this week on the Human Hill Podcast, um, ooh, we're, we're I, I mean, this week is actually a great week to talk about this because people are to the to the lid, to the top of their lid of their capacity of emotions when it comes to they're wanting to blame somebody for the incredibly awful, god-awful humanitarian crisis that we find in Afghanistan. We have the most U.S. soldiers killed at one time in, I don't know, the last five years, 10 years. This happened two days before, three days before we finally pulled out. Uh, we've got hundreds, I think, of uh, maybe a little less than 100 uh, Afghans that were killed in that blast as well. We've got American, you know, dogs, um, military dogs that are left there. We've got tanks and weapons and helicopters and things and everybody's screaming, wanting to blame somebody. And so emotions are super high. And you got people that were screaming at Trump that aren't screaming at Biden. You got people that were um, screaming at Biden. Wait, am I saying that backwards? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, you just got... Everybody wants everybody to make sure that they know where their flag is planted in the ground. And we're there, right? We're there. This is it. This is my flag. I'm standing by it and I'm not moving it. And shots have been fired. And I'm seeing it. Relation I mean, people are coming to me in my DMs. Relationships are being tested. And this is a great week to have this conversation. Um, just a great week because we're we're at capacity constantly. And we are saying things that we probably wouldn't say if we weren't saying it with our thumbs. It's a lot. It's a lot. 
So I can't think of a better um, week to bring on my friend, Rob. And Rob actually was the subject of one of my most liked posts of the last six months, seven months. This post that Rob was a part of was liked 58,000 times. And the post was posted on my Instagram on January 7th, 2021. And it was a photo. You can go back and you can see it. On the left-hand side of a text message. And the text message simply said, I see now with a heart. And on the right, there's a picture of me with my big old eyeballs and a big old Carlos Whitaker tear flowing out of my right eyeball. And the reason why was this was a day or two after the insurrection. And I was feeling it, man. I was feeling every facet, every ounce of energy that I had poured into my Insta Familia, that I would poured into the universe, trying to educate and help them see what I see as a black man in America. Um, and again, the reason why the last few years have been so hard is because, you know, things have just been so polarizing and, and I love people, love deeply people that I vehemently disagree with politically. And for just a moment to have one of those people text me and just say, I see now. Now that, that you can translate that a thousand different ways. But that text was from one of my best friends, Rob. He loves it when I call him. Uh, he's my white, conservative, middle-aged. <laughs> he, he doesn't like to be called middle-aged, but he's 44. And I'm like, bro, like you're, you're halfway to 89, right? Or whatever. I'm not good at math. Like that's middle age. I don't know how long you want to live, but I mean, okay, maybe in two years you'll be middle-aged. He's middle-aged. My white, conservative, middle-aged Trump voting friend who I love dearly. He texted that to me. That's all it said. And it still makes me a little teary to read it. And I let Rob today unpack what he meant by that. I know a lot of you guys would love to know. Uh, and and Rob and I get into um, just what he meant, but also what's the point of true relationship? And, and are we in relationship just to convince other people to think like us or are we in relationship for something more? So Rob, I mean, this is just my insurance salesman friend, Rob, right? I say that because he's so much more than that, but like, this is just like my, you know, like literally frat boy, Mississippi state, Southern swoopy hairdo. I'm sure you had that in the nineties, Rob, like typical Southern white boy friend that comes at us with some, I, I mean, and to be fair to Rob, like I'm trying to paint him as like this, this image of this frat boy, but he is the most, one of the most godly, God-fearing, God-hearing men that I know. But again, I like to paint him in this way because it, it's, it's the bias that could be built inside some of us. 
Rob is the bias that a lot of people, not he's not the bias. He's the one that people have bias against. Um, and I thought me being this non-Trumper, non-super conservative um, guy that is passionately in love with my friend Rob, who is the opposite of me. And how do we make it work? So <laughs> buckle up. This may be uncomfortable for some of you guys, but hopefully it's going to give you guys some very practical ways to re-engage and heal some relationships that maybe have been damaged for far too long. Friends, it's time for us to be human again. It's time for us to really heal those relationships that need healing. It's worth it. You can do it. And Rob Sintel is here to help us. Enjoy this conversation with one of my best friends, the I see now guy, Rob. Okay, so what's your name going to be? Oh, really? <laughs> are, are you, am I your middle-aged white Trump voting friend? Yes, well, you, you can be. I mean, we don't even have to talk about who you voted for. Um, but you are my middle-aged, my middle-aged friend. So, like, would you want me to? Can we call you something? Do you want to? You want to re- remain anonymous? Oh, I, I honestly don't care. I mean, I mean, it's not like we're going to get into something that's going to devastate my leadership <laughs> role or like what the church is doing, right? I mean, perfect. no, no, we're not at all. Um, perfect. Okay, well, we're we're going. We're recording already. Oh, okay, hold on. Um, not in the microphone. Oh, oh. We're not. We're we're just recording on my phone. Oh wow! This is even better. It's just, really old like, school. Yeah, yeah. This is like this is like NPR. This is like let's move this out of the way. So, um, guys, we're sitting here. We'll, we'll we'll just we'll rewind back to um, to the Instagram post where everybody met you, Rob. Everybody met you. Um, let's see. When was that? So that was January the fifth, the fourth. Uh, Seventh. This oh the, you have it. I have it. Oh you have it pulled it up. up already. Yeah, yeah, pulled oh, it up. You, you pulled it up. You're a lot faster than me. Um read well, well ex- explain to me what the post is. Well, I, we've never really talked about I know, this, this is, before. I know. This is so, actually like I don't think that that like I think I just I just knew. Like like we didn't have to talk about it, right? Yeah. Like we and the only reason I want to talk about it isn't for isn't for us, to be honest with you. It's for it's for people that are uh, listening to my podcast that 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 love somebody and they just haven't been able to um, to get past maybe some things that they need to get past in order for the relationship. Does that make sense? In order, in order for the relationship to um, um, to grow, to blossom, to blossom. Absolutely. So um, I can't. Why can't I find the post? Where is it? Oh, there it is, right here. Um, and so, so, and here's the thing. So, like, I get this text message, 12.51 p.m. on January, maybe it was the 6th, maybe it was the 7th. Um, and it was just three words and an emoji from you. <clears throat> and it just said, I see now. Now, th- that, was, that was not a declaration of um, your three words and your emoji. It was a heart emoji was not a declaration of defeat. It was not a declaration of, of a changed mind. It wasn't a declaration of, what I saw was, it was a declaration of just, 
you seeing me, which I, I, I took a picture of myself because I cry on the internet and I put it up there and this is what I said. Three words from a super close friend who lives on the opposite side of the aisle as I do. A white conservative middle-aged. Still, I still, the middle-aged? That was the part that made me the, the most concerned. Okay, a white conservative middle-aged Trump voting, and honestly at the time, I don't even know if you voted the last election or not, whatever. Man who I love dearly, we have had many deep talks over the last four years, me explaining the depths of my concern, him listening and explaining his. Never a conversation about policy, always a conversation about a president. The goal wasn't to turn him from his conservative roots. The goal wasn't to make him lean left. It was simply to be seen, and I felt seen. But today, after an exhausting 24 hours, I see a notification from this dear friend who I would catch a bullet for, and it simply says, I see now. That doesn't mean he's turning his back on his values. It simply means he's facing me and protecting mine. Ooh, I'm, I could almost cry. Mm. This is why I won't stop sharing. Oh, yada, yada. So I, I keep going. But you... you uh, Ron Simbel, <laughs> uh, were the friend that sent me that text. Um, yeah. That that text was that that post was viewed over 1.2 million times. It was shared 320 thousand times. Um, and 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 we got to remember, like this was a day that like our country was feeling a lot of feelings. People were feeling a lot of feelings. So now I've never talked to you about this. I'm putting the microphone in front of you and saying, why'd you send the text? Uh, and we'll just start there and then just start talking. Yeah, man, this is, I listen, I'm not going to get through this either <laughs> without emotion. There's yeah. certainly, um, emotion involved. Um, first off, I love you, Yeah, man. I just appreciate the fact that we've been, um, growing in our friendship over over the years and it's so authentic like there, there's just an uh, an opportunity with you to be real yeah um no matter what what's going on man we were sitting after the january 6th you know insurrection uh, and i'm just consumed i'm watching the news and i'm and i'm filtering it through yeah my the only way i know how to filter it sure right? and so i'm filtering it through my values my my concerns um from my through my faith through what should I? What should I be doing? Um, filtering it through anger, yeah. Um, and, and then I just tried to filter it through somebody else's eyes, yeah. Um, and um, and so as I thought about it, man, I just I value the way that that you bring light to situations, and I, I value the way that you say don't stand on issues, walk with people, yeah. And um, and and I I just know that you know as a way of honoring you and showing you that um, that I see, you know, mm -hmm. some of the things that, that that I think other people just are blind to or mm -hmm. just couldn't see, didn't want to see, sure. were just so angry about. I just yeah. want to let you know, man. Like you, you deal with things that I know nothing about. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I'm and I'm with you. And yeah. I see you. Yeah. And so when I called you middle aged, I hurt your feelings. Yes. <laughs> I mean, 44. <laughs> that is, I know. My wife told me, that, she goes, you are middle aged. That's the middle, bro. I know, 44. I, I mean, that's know. halfway to 90. I mean, I don't know how long you want to live. But, no, I'm good. 88 you know. is fine. I'll oh, check okay. out. Oh, okay. You're past middle. I mean, you're over the hill then at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously it meant the world. And yes, I knew all that. Like I, I knew, I knew that. But, you know, let, let's lean into for a second. You know, there's, there's people that are listening right now that honestly, I get the DMs every day. They are. They hate their fam their own family. They 
hate their own mother. They hate their own father. They hate their grandmother who raised them, who they've loved forever. But in the last two years, um, people have, dis, you know, have have displayed their opinions for the world to see, mm. um, and and people are having a hard time reconciling that this can even be possible. That um, that friendships with people that don't think like them and vote like them. And, and, and what I want people to see is like, this isn't even like a friendship. Like, I love you. Like, we spend time together. You're at my house right now for dinner. Our wives are upstairs, you know, and I suckered you down here to have this conversation. <laughs> but, but I think people feel like it's impossible. People feel like this is, this is impossible. People have dug their, their heels in the ground. They've put, they put their flags in the sand and things, people feel so immovable. Talk to them for a second. Talk to those that feel hopeless that, that, you know, is, is, is it possible? Like is, is what you and I have actually possible for the rest of them that are listening to this? Yeah, of course it's possible. I I mean, I think, I think you got to ask yourself a couple of questions. Why is the flag in the Mm. ground? Oh, come on. What is it that is immovable? And why have I decided that it's immovable? And once I decide that it's immovable, like why do I feel like it is my job, my role to convince you that you should think it's immovable too? Right, right. Um, And I I think getting getting in touch with who you are and and, and listen, we all struggle with something. Everybody's got a set of insecurities. We want to know that we're enough. We want to be valued. We we want people to think highly of us. But um, I think for me... Um, I lived far too long of a time period in my life where um, there were two sides of me. There was a front stage and a backstage, right? There was a real me and then there was the other guy. And I think once I finally got to the point where I was comfortable with who I was, um, I I just felt like I can pour into other people now. Mm -hmm. Um, I have nothing to hide and only have things to give to other people. And so um, there's always hope uh, to restore relationship. Um, and listen, I, I still have very difficult relationships in my life. And sure. Some of the greatest source of pain is is unmet expectations, right? And I mm. have I have unmet expectations in relationships all all over the place. Yeah. But I will never ever um, give up. Right. I'll never stop trying. That's and it. Like that. That is it. Yeah. It's like keep, keep, and, and find the commonality versus what. It, what is the the thing that keeps you separated? Yeah. Too well, the 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 not giving up because I feel like that's where people just want to give up. The, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, th- there is people say all the time that we're we're more divided than we've ever been. I just call bullcrap on that. Like I'm like, we're not more divided than we've ever been. We just happen to know more people that have a different opinion than we do than we ever have before. So suddenly. It feels like we're more divided, but we were never created to know more than, you know, what our small community knows, right? Like 200 years ago, we never would have known that there was actually even a pandemic, right? right? We would have just known there's a few people sick around us and we would want to, so, but now we'd like know all these things. And so, you know, where I'd love to shift the conversation to a little bit is, you know, you said, why is our, why are our flags planted in the ground? Like, like why, why would we dig them and make them immovable. Um, I have found that I think a big source of a lot of people's angst is the fact that they don't feel like they can change their minds. People, people don't feel like we can change our minds anymore. 
changing your mind used to be a normal thing, but now we have planted our flags in our social media beaches of Normandy or whatever, and this is it. And so since we've said it out loud to thousands of people, there's just more pressure to not move than there would have been a hundred years ago when not a thousand people knew what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so like, like, like now, um, it's, it's hard for people to say, you know what? I, ch- I changed my mind on that. Sure. Can you speak about that a little bit? Well, well I, why is it not okay to change? Right. Why is it not okay to change my mind? I think about, look, look here's an example. Um, if you're, you fly a lot. I so if you're in the plane and the seatbelt light comes off uh-huh. and they say you're now, hey, everything's okay. Yeah. yeah. Move around the cabin, whatever you want to do. But then when turbulence comes, the, the, the pilot puts the light back on and says, you need your seatbelt on. It's not because he's wishy-washy. It's <laughs> sure. not because like he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. He's yeah. saying something has shifted, and yeah. so he's changed his mind. So yeah. I, I don't see – and we give him grace. We give him – we trust that he's telling Absolutely. us the truth. But yeah. So, so I, I do think that people think that if you um, – if you change your mind, it's weakness. Yes, that's it. That that's it. Yeah, that's what I, I want to be free to change my mind on certain things. But yeah. if they say, "Well, you were this or you were that," right? Then there's there's no room for saying I was. Right. But I am no longer. Right. I'm like, right. Like, be be cool with that. And I may be back. Absolutely. I, I, and I think that's okay too. Absolutely. You know. Sure. Because listen. It depends on where we consume our information, how right. we make our decisions, on what where we are planting right. our flags, and if Absolutely. we want to, you know, switch. I think it's yeah. totally within us. I don't think there's weakness in, in shifting a position, That's and good. we don't have to get into all the big political right. junk and say yeah. this is exactly where I am. And but right. you know, but I can shift a few things here and there yeah. in, in my world to say this feels like a more educated decision, and yep. or this feels like a better um, heart position yep. for me. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so let, let's 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 do this. So I'm going to say something that I've changed my mind on. Okay. And then I want you to think of something that you've changed your mind on. Okay. Oh, oh. Like okay. how, how how deep we get? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So you can go deep. You can go not deep. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I don't. But but again, people. I mean, I probably will call this. I'll call this podcast like the left and the right friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe people want something a little, a, a little bit more, a little. Thicker yeah. of a of a mind shift okay. on something. Okay. okay, like you. I mean, like I, I love donuts. Okay, <laughs> right. I love donuts. Yeah, but like I've shifted. Yeah, like the yeah. Krispy Kremes are too greasy They're now. Too greasy so like now, now I want to go okay. dunking all the time. That's great. So you got you got the shallow one out of the way. Now we're now I'm going to ask you for. So let me go first. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go first. So so this goes back to what you what you talked about um, when when you said that, that I say don't stand on issues but walk with people. So. And I don't even know if I've mentioned this on my podcast. I know people that follow me on Instagram know this, but maybe a lot of people, most people that don't follow me on Instagram would not know this. So 2020, you know, I, I am making a video a week or maybe twice a week on race relations and on Black Lives Matter. And, you know, I, I am stepping into the black part of who I am. You're, you're with me, walking that journey with me. You're seeing me do this. Uh, Breonna Taylor case happens. I am, you know, I'm, I'm all in, I'm, I'm all like, nope, like abolish no knock warrants, like get rid of them. Like, like get rid of, I mean, I filled out, I don't know how many things and sent them to the governor of Louis, where, where, where was she? Kentucky. Kentucky. Um, and was like abolish no knock warrants, abolish no knock warrants. And I, I was like, get rid of them. I don't care what it is. Get rid of them. Um, and then my buddy, Matt Albie, who is a law enforcement officer in Los Angeles, um, we Marco Polo and he's like hey so 
can we talk about the no knock warrant thing? And I was like, yeah, like get rid of him, bro. Like, like, why would you need to not like do your research before to know who's in the room? And then he starts to tell me, you know, I, I, I say goodbye to Lori every night. If I, when I have to go serve a no knock warrant or a warrant, I say goodbye to Ramey, um, Cameron, my family. And I walk out. And if I were to knock on the door of the bad guy there, you, Carlos, you know, there's still bad guys out there. It's not just Brianna Taylor's that are in these houses. If I were to knock on the door and announce myself, they would blast, I don't know how many rounds of whatever bullets into my body and I would die. So when he says this, right, suddenly it goes from an issue. Okay, I'm not asking you to tell me issue to person, but I'm just telling you my, my change of mind. It went from an issue to a person. Yeah. And so suddenly I was like, wait a second. Well, I don't want Matt to die. <laughs> so I started doing some more research and I was like, you know what? Actually, no-knock warrants aren't all bad. Actually, and then a little bit more research, most no-knock warrants aren't bad. And then I got to the point to where I'm, I'm about 90% convinced that we need to have no, there, there's a small sliver where I think we probably shouldn't do it anymore. But everything shifted and, every, and my mind changed. And I had to, I planted my flag in the sand. I waved it for the world to see. I put it on Instagram. I did a Facebook live with a, some, somebody that was like, you know, no knock warrants are horrible. And I had to change my mind publicly. And when mm -hmm. I did, um, I got a lot of pushback, but it didn't feel, it didn't feel like I, it didn't feel weak because it, it was, it was less about the issue and more about the person. Right. And so I was like, no, I'm now I'm, now I'm not, protecting a hypothetical situation i'm protecting my friend right you know yeah so so that that's something that i've changed my mind on um that i would say was was a was a pretty big lift the lift my flag and plant it somewhere else yeah so do you have anything you've changed your mind on I told you guys, you guys were going to be getting some really good wisdom and nuggets from Rob. Um, and I want to hop in here in the middle of the conversation with him. We're going to come back to him in a second. But to remind you guys that we're still in relationship with BetterHelp. And BetterHelp is an online counseling service that you guys, the Human Hope listeners, they've been telling me that you guys have been signing up. You've been leaning in. They don't tell me who you are, but they've told, told me that you guys are doing this. And so I'm so proud of you guys for taking that step. Therapy is so important for our continual healing. If you're in a good place in your life, go to betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash human hope. If you're in a bad place in your life, go to betterhelp.com slash human hope. If you're in okay, you it doesn't matter what season of life you're in, BetterHelp can help you with any situation you're in, depression, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, grief, self-esteem, anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, it's professional, it's affordable. And listen, there's testimonies online. You guys, there'll be a link in the show notes. You guys can go check out the testimonies as well. And the offer for you guys is head to betterhelp.com slash human hope. And you guys are going to get 10% off of your first month. That's right. Because I love you. You guys get 10% off. So please take a risk. Just give it a shot. And when you go, I promise you, you're going to start to find some healing. You never know that betterhelp.com slash human hope well listen okay i'm, I'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna say this yeah. and, and i and i'm i wouldn't say this just to puff you up either sure. but but it's okay. something that I, I try to think okay what is the first thing that comes to my mind 
But when we think about um, the death penalty, yeah, like I'm born and raised in the South, sure, man. Like uh, you know, eye for an eye, yeah. You yeah. know, you know, not, not that I grew up in a Bible thumping family, but yeah. like, but like I understand that side of it. So yeah, um, for <clears throat> for the longest time, I, I I thought if if this is if these this is an egregious crime against women, children, mur- like I, I just felt like there's there's no reason there's yeah. no they should just die. That's yeah. how it should be. Yeah. I remember when I was in. The fourth grade, we took a field trip to uh, the correction facility, and I sat in an electric chair. Wow. And, dude, it like it blew my mind. Wow. But it didn't change my thinking. I thought somebody deserves to sit in this yep. thing. Yep, yep, But um, it may sound cheesy, but like if the, the life of David Gale, have you ever seen that? No. I mean, it's a, it's a movie with Kevin Spacey and it's all okay. about the, 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 the wrongfulness of the death penalty right. and wrongful convictions. Yeah. And so I'm not saying I've done nearly as much study sure. about the, um, the death penalty as maybe even you have, yeah. but, and, and, and Norm also saying like, I'm a full blown abolitionist of the death of the death sure, penalty. Yeah. I'm just saying it has changed my thinking to say that, we just released a guy from prison in Nashville that had been in prison yep. for a long time, wrongfully accused. Yes. Like those things happen, and oh, how yeah. could how can I say I'm all for the death penalty, not knowing every if single one shot. of the facts? I mean, I'm, I wasn't there. I don't know every bit of it. Yeah. And so, and what I do know is that there yeah. there is corruption. Yep. There 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 are bad people out there doing bad things to stick the wrong people yeah. um, in, behind prison bars. Yeah. And so, yeah. Who, wow. who, who am I to decide that they should um, they should die? Yeah, that's, that's Ron, Ron Sambell admitting Stop right it, here. You could say it. You could say it. <laughs> Rob Santel, uh, no, I no, I appreciate that. That is, um, and that's a big one. I mean, that that is that that actually because that is a lifetime of believing one way. Like, of course, I even grew up that way. Like, I was like, of course, yeah, someone murders somebody, they need to be killed. Of course, you know. Uh, and then the more. The more I got into it, now, now here's here's where it gets sticky for me. It, not really, but it could be. And we'll just talk death penalty for a second. Uh, homeboy murdered all the, the the black prisoners at that church in um, South, Carolina. South Carolina. What's his name? Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof. This last week, uh, he'd already been sentenced to death, death, but I think they put uh, like a date, maybe or something like that. And here's here's where Carlos yeah. has to put his money where his mouth is. It's it is a lot easier for me to find black men who've been wrongly convicted and, um, and not only wrongly convicted, but some people who've been convicted for a crime, but they've changed their mind and say they just need life in prison. Um, will I, as loudly online, say, hey, guess what? If I'm a true death penalty abolitionist, yeah, then now I've got to say that this guy who did one of the worst hate crimes ever, um, doesn't deserve to be killed. And I have had to, this last week, I, people DM me, and they, rightfully so, like, hey, how come you're, you haven't said nothing? Like Dylan Roof, like he, they're, gonna, they're gonna kill him. Like, don't you, um, Matt Walsh, who is a, um, you know, conservative pundit on Twitter, has, has, you know, has his own talk show. He, I saw, I, I follow him. I'm, I'm watching when he's saying, hey, where's everybody screaming for this guy's, you know? And so what that does for me is it challenges me to continue to move my flag. Because maybe I moved my flag, but maybe I didn't move it far enough. Right. And it's okay to continue to move it. Sure. You know? Yeah, man. So. 
yeah, there, there's, I don't know, it doesn't feel like there's a right answer on that right, one either. Right. But but yeah. I do. But that's the other side. People want you to plant your flag where their flag is planted. Yeah. That's the problem that I have. Is, yeah. and, and, and there there is some spot that you say, you know what, I, I'm just going to live in this tension. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's the tension I'm willing to live in. And, and that means I don't have to post about this because I'm, tr- I'm living in that tension. Right, right. Um, no, thankfully I only have um, sixty-eight followers on Twitter, so I'm not. <laughs> hey guys, can, can we get them a hundred? No, can we just get them a get, get them a hundred. I wouldn't know what to do with them. No, no, that's good. I um, okay, so so going back to you being authentically you, and but what I love about you is, um, you know, it's funny. Like we say, like a left guy and a right guy, or however I'm gonna, you know, um, and we're friends. However, I'm gonna market this podcast. But the truth is, like. Honestly, like I don't, we don't talk about that stuff. Yeah, we don't, we don't like with my friends. I don't talk about. And I don't know if this is a good or bad thing, but I don't talk about Black Lives Matter or Trump or politics or whatever, like you know, or Afghanistan or like we we. I talk about your daughters, yeah, and I talk yeah. about like like your 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 marriage, and right. and we go to the lake and we talk about you know. And I, I, I just, I think that people need to remember that it's okay to not have relationships strictly based on the depths of your opinions on deep and hard things. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, a- ask your friends, ask your acquaintances, is, how's your soul? Yeah. How's your heart? Yeah. Like, get to a spot where you can sit across the table from someone and, and they can unload something that they've been carrying because nobody needs to carry stuff alone right. man if i if right. i know like man i'm struggling with an addiction i'm struggling yeah. with a conversation that's really hard that i need to need to have or i don't want to have yeah. and i can go can you can i run it by you yeah. like that, like have those kinds of conversations yeah. so that we're intertwined with something other than where our flags yeah. are stuck <laughs> in the ground totally but that i mean and that's the beauty of it man yeah. like, and that's how you and that's how you know who somebody is is, is yeah. what are you walking through with them but that's how you get to the heart levels. Ask, how's your heart? How's your soul? How yeah. are your relationships? How's your marriage on a one to ten? Yeah. What What are you doing? What's right, wrong, missing, and confused in your parenting? Yeah, like let's. Well, I mean, so so here it is. So what you're actually giving us right now are tangible ways to maybe reach out to some of these people that you felt for the last eighteen months like you can't have a conversation with them, right? Like all your conversations have been on Facebook. You know, because they post something, you're like, dude, I love you. I've known you for 30 years, but how could you believe it? And then suddenly all of your conversations are about hot topics, which my friend Kaylee says, um, actually, I can't, I can't say this is going to be your tagline for her podcast. So I'm gonna have to go that out. But she, she said, if you want a hot topic, go to the mall, mm. um, mm-hmm. as, yeah. as opposed to that's just not what she's gonna be talking about. But all, all that to say, you're giving us tangible ways to maybe step back into conversation that could lead to relationship healing again. So why don't you be even a little bit more specific as to, okay, someone is, someone's going like, okay, I've got relationship a and how Rob Sentel, cause that's your name now. How are you telling me I could give me three ways that I could approach a conversation that won't be fluffy. That'll actually be, um, something rooted in something deeper, but that I can begin to heal that relationship with. What are some, some conversation cues? And, and you, you kind of gave some already right now, but you know, even if you want to rehash some of those. 
Well, I, I mean, I get, it, it depends on what the thing is that has you know the the tension in any sort sort of relationship. Sure. I mean, there's there's three R's, right? There's I don't know, are there? Well, I'm about to give uh, you, okay. Let's to give go. You three yeah, R's. Yeah, right? yeah, we are. Okay, I like it. Repentance, reconciliation, and then restoration. Wow. Like there are times when I need to go and say, "Man, I'm sorry. Wow. I missed this. Yeah. Like, and and and, and nothing is more. Um, humbling and unifying than yeah. appealing to somebody's nobler motive. We all want to help people. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. appeal to you and by, by telling you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, and, and so here I am in repentance. Reconciliation is the hug. That's to say, man, yeah. I forgive you. We're good. Yeah. We're okay. Let's let's get back to running the same race. Yeah. Like what, whatever that looks like. And then restoration is how do we get back to doing life together? Right? And then what do we do? What are we, what are we charging the hill together um, for? So like that's Okay. I love this. I mean, look at look, who are you, Rick Warren? We got three R's here. This is this is a very nighty sermon. I like it. Repentance, reconciliation, restoration. Yes, I'm Re- not taking credit for those. Oh no, that's I'm fine. Not that's, not, yeah, I mean, yeah, just yeah, make yeah, them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's good. That's good. Re- repentance, turning away. Yes. From. From what? From, from anything? What, yeah. Just returning. Yeah, returning, just returning. back yeah. to the way things were supposed to be. Right where there was no there was no brokenness in yeah. the relationship. Oh man, but I'm telling this is the. the I mean, I think that's why it's the first star. That's going to be the hardest thing, to be honest with you, because to actually apologize to somebody for thinking a certain way for, you know, that's tough. Because of pride. Yeah. It's because we, we want to be right. Yeah. And we, don't, we have a hard time swallowing our pride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, just, absolutely. That, no, that absolutely. is the pandemic of this world. Yeah. Yeah. Pride is. Wow. Yeah. Now the two Ps. Yes. Bro, you're on freaking Let's roll. Go. <laughs> okay. Repentance. Apo- apologizing. Repenting. Uh, I mean, I feel like that in and of itself is going to accelerate you ninety percent back to relationship. Well, right? here's the deal: maybe this isn't a this isn't a, a, a three hours running through a thirty minute lunch. <laughs> right. Maybe you just get to the one hour yeah. on the first lunch, and then yeah. you go, let's do this again in six weeks, and then get to yeah. the second hour. I mean, yeah. this could take yeah. this could take ten minutes, or it could take ten years okay. to get back. Again, the difference between reconciliation and repentance. What's step two? Reconciliation is the hug, oh, and okay. that's the I receive yeah. the repentance uh, on yeah. this side, and we're we're good. Yeah. Wow. Wow, powerful, uh, and then restoration. The restoration. I said, we're we're back. We're let's let's go. Let's charge the hill together. Yeah, and, and listen, it's like you and me. Yeah. We, we, we may be charging different hills, yeah. but like we can do it still holding hands. Yes, like we can still do it, and I can say, I love you, man. I'm for you. Yeah, because I I want health for you. I yeah, want health for your family. Like, yeah. Well, and I honestly, wanna... like at the end of the day, like we don't want we don't want all all our relationships to simply be based on our political ideologies and our I mean come on like that has to be boring it, it has to be boring, boring. And, and so small in comparison to what what really can happen when relationships blossom I mean I I, I believe that I'm starting through this conversation I'm just starting to think that like honestly like I don't know if I want to know what my what my friends believe about you know like it, it needs to be it, I, I'll take that back it needs to be such a small percentage of my relationships is what my friends believe, who they voted for, what they believe on certain issues. Sure. And and like it needs to be ninety five percent like how can I help your soul? Yes. You know? Yeah. Like that that, that that's that. the doing life together piece, yeah. man. That that's when listen, when 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 everything um, when the rug is pulled out from under you, like the, yep. those are the people you're calling, man. Yeah. I mean like and if, and you know us, like for some reason we've been around you at all the wrong times. All the wrong I mean, times. All the wrong times. <laughs> But but I think we we've been positioned well because it's taken time to get there, yeah. so that you know that 
that that the hug is a hug, man. Yeah. It's a real hug, and it's not a. I'm not going to hug you and then turn my back on you the next day. Yeah, I'm going to pull you in, and we're going to yeah. we're going to walk through this stuff together. Yeah, and that's yeah. the life stuff, dude. That's so good. I love you. I love you too. Thanks, man. I um, no, and I just I just appreciate your ability to communicate this because um, just there's just not a lot of people where you're at, like and and doing friendship. You're just a good friend. Like you're just a really good friend. So thank you. And and nobody can be Rob's friend because he only has the capacity for me. So <laughs> that's true. Um, all right, thanks, buddy. That was that was good. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Rob Santel. How good was that? Oh, so good. That is my middle-aged friend, Rob Santel. Thank you, Rob. Okay, guys, I have been waiting so long to let you guys know about this brand new partner that Human Hope listeners have, and I have. It is Chime, C-H-I-M-E dot com. You guys, head over to Chime.com slash Human Hope, and you guys are going to find out about the newest way to bank, like they like to say, we're banking that has your back, okay? So it's online checking that doesn't cost you anything. So and I've already started myself to check them out. Guys, I would not let you guys in on something that I didn't believe in. Chime has zero overdraft fees, no foreign transaction fees, no monthly service fees, no transfer fees, and they have over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs, okay? Walgreens, 7-Eleven, CVSs, so many other places. That literally is more than the top three national banks combined. And what I love about Chime is they've got their app that you can also send money to anyone, even if they're not on Chime. And it goes straight to their checking account. It's like all the best Venmo and your local, all the best things in one place. So really, there's no hidden fees. So it's time to say goodbye to hidden fees and join the millions of Americans already loving Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started today at chime.com slash human hope. That's chime.com slash human hope. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank. NA members FDIC. Out of network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at Money Pass ATM in a 7 Eleven location and at any All Point or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees, such as third party and cash deposit fees, may apply. Um, you know, I, I, I do want to highlight a couple things um, after Rob's conversation. I, I wrote a couple things down because I really feel like this can be really helpful for so many. I, I mean, I don't know how many of you guys are out there, but there's so many of us that our relationships are so frayed because of what's happened over the last year. Um, so I'd say this, okay? This is just a little summary. Start with yourself, right? Like you have to start with yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have to make sure that before you can heal any other relationship, you kind of have to heal your own heart. You kind of have to heal yourself. So like at the very least to, to start this, like stop falling asleep, watching the news, right? <laughs> Take a walk, hang out with your kids, write in your journal, but just cool down, avoid anyone that's stressing you out over politics. All right. So start with yourself, take care of yourself. And also know this, that you are a resilient human being. Remember your resilience. If like the idea of a, a certain president or a certain past president or current president doing something is like devastating to you because like, oh my gosh, my guy's not in there. 
what I would love for you to do is like make a pact with yourself that no matter who is in charge, no matter who, you will take steps forward no matter what. Okay? You're going to take steps forward and you're going to like renew your sense of civil engagement. Okay? Not civil engagement, sorry, civic engagement. Okay? And then when you're ready, I want you to take one more step, just one step at a time, not day by day, hour by hour. And then also understand this, like, you know, Rob and I were talking about um, how to have these conversations, but take your time, right? There, there's, there's not a rule that you have to like blow past all your feelings at once. Bam. It's like, okay, today's the day. No, take your time, right? So, you know, even, even knowing that, that there's still a lot of things happening with the pandemic, like right now, you know, you may not have to see some people that are driving you crazy day after day after day. So because of that, like use that to continue to heal. Now, a couple questions that I think are really important. You know, is this relationship worth saving, right? Like, is it worth saving? I think that's a fair question. I know there are some, like Rob, right? Like if Rob and I had the biggest falling out, the relationship would still be worth saving. There's some questions you should ask. They're hard questions, but you got to ask. How close are you, right? It's it's obviously, it would be a shame if you cut off your parents, your kids, I mean, I may laugh at that, but that's happened. I know I have friends of mine whose parents won't talk to them because of who they voted for. I have a friend that literally told me that their their mother looked at them and said, I don't even know who you are anymore, right? Is it your best friend, your longtime neighbor? Like, would you really cut these people off because of a political struggle? I hope not, right? So knowing that you have a foundation, the foundation in and of itself could be the door that you guys walk through uh, to healing. So I guess ask that question, how close are you? And then when it's, you know, I mean, and also do this, right? Especially if somebody just wants to talk about politics, like you heard Rob and I, we don't, we don't like to talk about politics, but when we, it's still important. So when we have to, we do, but we don't all, all the time do. I always, but if there's somebody that just wants to talk about it, I let them talk about it first, even if I vehemently disagree with them. And then when it's my turn, you know, I, I definitely am transparent. And instead of like pointing the finger, this like just just use this. Use this statement. Okay. You can copy it for me. Hey, listen, I know you support, insert whatever politician here. But when he or she says, insert whatever statement here, I feel, insert whatever emotion here. Can you try and understand that? Right? So let's 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 plug in some names here. Hey, listen. I know that you support strawberry shortcake, but when she says that she doesn't like blueberries, I feel hurt. Can you try to understand that? There you go. That is for you guys to do, right? I know you support blank, but when he or she says blank, I feel blank. Can you try and understand that? So that's the first question. Is the relationship worth saving? Second one is, or is it better to walk away? Okay. So if the person sees the world like, differently than you and is actually a threat to you and your well-being, guess what? You may have to hit pause and you may actually have to leave forever. And that's okay. Now, when do you know if that's the case? Well, if if the person is relying, I believe, on information that's proven to be incorrect, well, you may not be able to continue on with the relationship. Because you'll all, I mean, if they're relying on information that's been proven incorrect, you're always going to be on the defensive. And it's honestly hard to have authentic relationships 
with somebody that's constantly gaslighting you. It's okay to walk away. But if you decided that it is time to move forward, how do you do it? How do you move forward? So we listen. We listen. Actively listening. There's a difference between just listening and actively listening. So if the friendship is more important than the politics, then you act like it. Then this is where Rob and I were talking about, right? Leave differences at the front door. If, the, if politics come up, just try and listen. Don't interrupt. Don't even ask questions. Don't change the subject, okay? Suspend the need to be right when possible. You just have to let it go. Let it go. And, and remember, you. Take the word you out. Don't make any you statements. You are wrong. Okay, don't say you. Separate the person from the politics, okay? It's over. It's okay. You don't have to defend yourself. So actively listen. Number two, please don't get into it on social media. Don't, don't, don't do that. I don't even have to talk about that. Just don't do it. Also, can, it's so important that you don't call names. I've, one of my best friends, he knows that we dis- disagree on politics, but he still uses trigger words like radical liberal. <laughs> I'm like, bro, snowflake. Here, I'm just giving you other words that we need to stop using. Racist, okay? I mean, that's a strong word. You can use it if somebody's really racist, but man, I mean, there's hypocrite, okay? Fascist, socialist, sexist. All these words, especially when you're in conversations with people that you want to save the relationship, don't use them, okay? Don't call names. Because once you start using names, people literally stop listening and then you're stuck, okay? Also, if, if something goes your way with your political party or candidate, just don't gloat, okay? When you gloat, you're literally making the issue not about the politics, but about the other person. So it's, it's literally time to let the person that you care about them and that you're willing to not let your passion for whatever issue it is that just, you just won with. Trump, can, I, can, I, can we even use that word anymore? I hope so. The passion that you have for them. All right. So, I mean, th- those are just a couple, a couple things, how to move forward, but remember that you can walk away. Um, but first of all, you have to ask the, the question, is the relationship worth saving? Just a couple things to kind of take away from this conversation with Rob. It was such a rich conversation. Rob, you are anointed and I'm so grateful for the friendship I have with you. And I'm also grateful for the relationship I have with all of the Human Hope Familia. You guys, I love you with everything inside of me. Thanks for hanging out at episode 27. And also, please, guys, head over to our partners. If you guys don't mind, make sure you head over to chime.com slash human hope. Open up that uh, that new online checking account. Or if you need some help with your heart, head over to betterhelp.com slash human hope. You know what really helps? I tell you guys every single week, if you would please review the show, subscribe to the show, share the show, let everybody know. And I really love to see your thoughts on Instagram. Tag me at Lowswit and let me know that you're listening to the show today and what you thought about it. Uh, that is it. I love you, fam. Thanks for hanging out with me. And we'll see you next week for episode 28 of Human Hope.